and welcome to the Sober Bliss Podcast with me, Gail, and my amazing guest. I finally quit drinking for good in March of 2018, and one of the things that helped me was connecting with people on the same journey as me, hearing their stories and finding inspiration. No matter where you are on your journey to sobriety, I hope you enjoy listening to these stories and hope they bring you inspiration, joy and light so you can find your own sober bliss. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of Sober Bliss Meets. Today I'm extremely, extremely grateful and happy because I have Carl here. Carl Stabe is the author of Bring Gratitude. Thank you Carl for joining me today. How are you? Good, good. I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, as I've just said, you are the author of Bring Gratitude. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how that came about and why you decided to write the book about gratitude? Yeah, so, uh, you, you know, the most the most impactful thing um, that most people, um, I guess the biggest changes that occur usually uh, occur from challenges. And so with challenges comes choices that you have to make. Mm -hmm. And my father was passing and uh, I, I was struggling with it. And I felt like I could easily go fall back into depression. Um, he was uh, a really uh, good friend that would always, always be there to support me whenever I called him. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was far from perfect, but um, I loved him quite a bit. And when you know that person is no longer gonna be there, <clears throat> it's a big adjustment. Yeah. And so, when he was passing, um, he, he hadn't died yet. Um, I went back to my gratitude journal and I had, okay. I had kept two gratitude journals, uh, to, um, mild, mild results. I should say, um, I always, at the time I thought I got good results. I, I, I should caveat that. Um, but I would end up, slipping back in the old habits. And so yeah. what I realized is if I really wanted to make my life about gratitude versus complaining that my father was gone, mm -hmm. complaining that <clears throat> I couldn't call him anymore, uh, worrying about, you know, um, if there was a, a, a heaven that he would go to or uh, worrying about myself and the selfish nature of I no longer have my father yeah. and he's the one passing. Um, so I, I turned to gratitude. I started just jotting down things I was grateful for, for my father. And I would, um, then I started doing the small things. Um, and ever since then I've kept a daily gratitude journal that I turned to, um, whether I had a difficult day at work, uh, whether, you know, I'm having, um, health issues, 
I always come back to the gratitude journal and it's helped ground me in uh, who I am today. And, and that's what spurred the book. Okay. Wow. So it was something that you kind of did maybe half-heartedly, but then you decided to make a, a proper effort and really um, try and see the gratitude in your everyday life. Yes, yeah. exactly. So that half-hearted effort got me those mild results that were like, it was okay, but I felt like, you know, like, ah, if I didn't do this every single day, I'd still be fine. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that attitude, uh, you know, kind of allowed it to, allowed me to kind of slip back into those bad habits that I really didn't want to continue, but yeah. I was, they're so ingrained, it's hard to change them. Yeah, okay. So how did it make a difference then, you know, making the effort to keep up with your journal every day? Um, it made all the difference. It was so huge. Um, it started the the positive mild results uh, started within the first couple days. Oh, really? That quick? Uh, yeah, because uh, I really needed it. I needed some place to put my focus besides the I'm losing my father and I don't know how to handle it. Um, yeah. And like anything, um, you have a, a difficult boss at work. Um, you can complain about it all you want, um, but the only thing, the only, the two best options are take action to change it, talk to your boss, uh, talk to uh, maybe other people at work, talk to HR, um, find a new job, um, uh, or you know accept it. So if you if you choose take action great then you're you're putting your energy towards something that's going to help you change the situation if you're willing to accept it um uh, hopefully you don't accept bad situations um especially verbally abusive bosses or bosses that um don't genuinely care about you um no boss is perfect but in the end, like, you know, they should at least be good enough where you can grow, you can, you can tackle projects at work that will help you grow. Um, and that to me is that, that fork in the road that we always have. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's what gratitude helps do. Gratitude helps you take action. There's a study that um, Edward Desi has done um, in his book, he writes about it, and uh, you're 31% more productive uh, when you um, have more positive inputs than um, negative inputs. So wow. let's say back to the boss scenario, if mm -hmm. there's a three to one positive uh, to negative interaction, so you have three positive conversations with your boss and then maybe one negative, and it might not necessarily be you know, him yelling at you, but it could be like, hey, here's some feedback. You need to work on this. Mm. Um, but it's just, perce it's perceived by you as, as kind of a slight attack, right? So it's three to one. Um, so you stay level at that. It's when you have six to one that you get the 31% productivity. 
-hmm. And that that is huge because it just showing you that positive interactions that you're having, you're more likely to take action. You're more likely to try things and fail at them um, than you are if you, you know, uh, have that negative bias with people at work um, and with yourself. And this is where this study, uh, I've kind of uh, adjusted a little bit. So if, if you can have uh, a positive self-talk in your head, like, okay, I'm going to find a new job um, versus I have to find a new job, right? Like mm -hmm. these little nuances that we, that we have in our brain, um, the words that we choose, um, you know, uh, I don't know how many people that are going to be watching this that say, oh, that's so stupid or, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Um, if there's anything like me, it's on a daily basis and I'm working on uh, uh, you know, limiting that, um, being, being aware of it and accepting and not ignoring it, mm -hmm. um, being really aware of it and watching it and not allowing it to dictate my actions. And that's where you really start to see, you know, yourself taking action on things that matter to you versus things that you just feel like you have to do. Okay. Okay. So gratitude helps us kind of shift our focus away from the negative, would you say, and turn it into a positive? Yes. Um, so it's not necessarily turning it into a positive, it's just looking at all the different sides of the situation. So it's still, there's negative still there. Like, you could still have poop on a rock and you could flip it the other side and it could be a bunch of crystals. Yeah. Um, and you still have the poop on the other side, but you also realize it's a beautiful rock if you just are willing to look at all the sides of it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> My poop reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Would you say then that this takes a lot of effort in the beginning. I mean, is it not just enough to think to yourself, you know, I'm grateful for whatever, or say thank you to people whenever you get the opportunity? Do you have to make this a focused kind of practice for it to really have benefit? Yes and no. Um, it will have benefit. If you just, I had benefits when I kept the first two gratitude journals, mm -hmm. it definitely lifted me up. It definitely, um, you know, created those uh, endorphins and that running through my brain um, that, you know, helped me uh, feel more relaxed. Um, but like anything, the deeper you go in anything, like uh, you can dabble at playing the piano. Um, you can dabble playing the guitar. Mm. I see, uh, was it didgeridoos behind you? Um, yeah. You can, yeah, you, you can dabble at that. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but if you truly want to get into the, um, to not, yeah, it sounds silly, but I'm going to say it anyway. Be one with the instrument, right? And yeah. what I mean by that is you're not 
playing the instrument, you're playing music and it allows you to get lost in it. You, mm -hmm. you uh, don't feel like, you know, you're anywhere else besides the present moment. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's when you go deep in the gratitude, that present moment comes alive. It's, it stops being like, oh yeah, I got to think about gratitude. Yeah, I'm frustrated. It starts to become your default. Um, I'm, like I said, I, I'm not perfect at it. I am no guru. Um, I'm learning and going as I, as I go. Um, I still get mad at my dogs. I get mad at my kids. I get frustrated <laughs> with my wife. Um, but what ends up happening is gratitude comes much quicker than it used to. Um, and it, it softens any feelings that occur and allows me to kind of take a pause and say, okay, is this situation that bad? Um, mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, if my, my mind will be like, yeah, it's that bad, buddy. You know, like you need to be running and attacking things right now. Um, and then I'll ask it again and I'll be like, is it really that bad? And then my mind will be like, no, like, you know, this part's kind of cool. Like, you know, when your boss <clears throat> yelled at you and, uh, and you went back to your desk and your coworker was like, is everything okay? Like, you realize, like, how much that empathy mattered to you and how good of a friend that you have. Um, and that just opens up a whole different part of you and a side uh, of this person that you never realized before. Um, yeah. you know, you never want to be yelled at, but then there's always something to learn from that situation. Mm -hmm. Should you have sat there and said, oh, I'm sorry, or should you have said, you know, uh, Frank, the way you're talking right now is not a place where I'm willing to listen. When you're, when you calm down, then we can have a, a, a rational talk. Um, until then, you know, um, I'm going to let you calm down. And uh, when, when you're ready to talk in, in, in a regular tone and, and fashion, yeah. then we'll have a discussion because I don't mind admitting mistakes. I do make mistakes, but I don't want to be yelled at in this process. Um, yeah. if you can do that, right, then you've set that tone of no, I deserve respect versus yeah, you can trample over me all you want. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that it's those things that, um, for me is, is, is noticing quicker. Uh, so what, what I found with gratitude helps me is understanding my emotions, um, quickly and making sure that I take those pauses and say, okay, yeah, this, this moment's frustrating, but what am I learning from it? Yes, this moment's frustrating, but you know, what is one small thing that's really interesting right now? And a lot of times it's internal. It's my reaction to the, mm -hmm. to the moment. Um, the, the, the heat that rises up inside of you when you get frustrated in traffic, it's showing you like, hey, pay attention to this. Pay attention to me. Um, and if you don't pay attention to me, I'm going to keep occurring again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. Pay attention, appreciate me, give me the, the, you know, like any kid, like if, uh, if he does something well, he gets praise. He's yeah. like, great, I'll do that again. If he does something bad, gets attention, 
great, I'll do that again. Because that's what we're feeding ourselves. We're feeding the, our emotions. And anger has a lot of positive uses. Um, there, it gets you to take action. But if you don't, don't notice it and appreciate it, you're going to allow it to dictate what it wants you to do versus what you consciously want to happen in that moment. Mm, okay, okay. Could you just break it down a little bit more for us then? Um, what is gratitude exactly? And how can we, you know, if we've never done this before, we've never, you know, taken a moment to stop and think, how can we start to bring gratitude into our lives to help us? Mm. Okay, so let me, you're right. So let me back up. Uh, so our brain works uh, on a, in the neuron level, right? So if you uh, do something, um, it becomes a habit. It becomes something that you stop have to, having to think about all the time. So the stronger those neurons are, the easier it gets. So think of something um, uh, driving to work or walking to work, however you get to work. Um, you do it so often, you stop when you need to stop uh, with red lights, but your brain can still think about things. How many times uh, people who are listening right now, think about how many times that you've, you've gone to and from work, whether it is walk, bike, whatever, and you're thinking of other stuff, and maybe for the past minute or two minutes, you don't remember much of the drive. You don't remember the external um, billboards or mm. stop signs or whatever it is, you're caught in your thoughts. Um, and the, that's because your neurons are strong. It, they know this path, they take this path, and they're used to that. And so um, it's, you know, think to really kind of break it down is if, you're, if you walk on a, a dirt path, um, the first time you walk, if you create this path, you know, as you're a kid, I don't know if, if you had neighbors or whatever, but you would, uh, or even in your backyard, paths that you take a lot, they start to turn into dirt, right? Because you're trampling on top of it. If you stop walking that, then the weeds start growing over again. Um, and then, you know, it stops becoming smooth and it stops becoming easy. So the you know, then you end up having to start trample over top of it again and cutting away the branches that were there. Um, and that's the same thing with your neuron. So if you, if you feel are able to feel gratitude on a daily basis, you're strengthening those neurons versus strengthening, let's say you're complaining about something in your own head, right? Like, Oh man, like, you know, uh, the waiter was really rude to me. Um, and if you, if, you know, and, uh, the guy next to me gave me a, a weird look and when we were stopped at the stoplight and, and you're focusing on these, on these, that's the stuff that keeps these neurons to, you know, these, these pathways strong. But if you think, Oh, I think the waiter was having a bad day. Let me check in with them. And mm -hmm. then you say, hey, like, you know, is everything okay? Are you feeling okay? And he's, and then he might answer, be like, I'm sorry. Like, you know, right now I just 
got off the phone with my girlfriend and she's, you know, you know, really, you know, uh, think about leaving me. And then you say, man, I, I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize yeah, it's not your fault. And then usually what happens is they smile, um, you smile and it becomes a interaction. Um, I've done that and you know, I, I've gotten my drink for free. Um, it's just this gift that, uh, other people really need. Um, and it's a gift that you need. And this is where what people don't realize is these gratitude is a gift that not that you're just giving to yourself, um, but you're giving to others yeah. as well. Um, it, it goes back and forth. So to answer your question in a slightly more long winded way, <laughs> um, it's just about building the habit. So mm. what I usually suggest to people is at the end of each day, um, write three things that they're grateful for. They can do it at the beginning too. A lot of people um, in my group and, and people that I coach, um, they uh, like to do it in the morning. It starts off their day on a positive note. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's important. So what I suggest to them is say to do it at, in the morning and at night. Um, and if maybe, maybe three is too much in the morning and night, so maybe you do one and one or two and two. Mm -hmm. Um, but the idea is, uh, what I found is at night, your brain condenses, um, the memories that it has while you're sleeping. So, uh, the most impactful things that happen to you, uh, usually, uh, uh, are what becomes consolidated and the things that happen at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So, and this is why like uh, I've uh, stopped watching um, a lot, most kinds of, of shows at night because I don't want that to feed into my brain as I go to bed. Um, I yeah. noticed like if I watch uh, um, TED Talks, um, if I watch uh, even um, comedians before bed, a lot of times um, my dreams are much more calm and I'm more relaxed and I get a better night's sleep versus if I watch an action movie right before bed and I turn it off and, you know, hit my pillow. Yeah. Um, and because, because that condenses, if you keep a gratitude journal at night, if you're grateful for a cup of coffee you had that morning because it gave you a boost in energy. Um, you're grateful for uh, Gail who uh, interviewed me because she wanted to learn more about gratitude and, and help spread this message. Um, I'm grateful for uh, um, my dog because uh, when I came home, he always gets so excited and uh, it is one of the most beautiful um, uh, greetings that any person could have um, and those yeah. three things um, help you remember at the end of the day like you know you you went through your day and you've you you've probably had positive and negative interactions well if you can remember the positive um, it makes it easier than to build up your confidence and tackle those things because now the next day happens and you start off what you just consolidated with. So all those neurons that strengthened over that while you slept mm. are now 
they're again a little bit stronger and more likely that you're able to lean on gratitude when you need it versus go to the complaining habit when you feel like things aren't quite right for you. Okay, okay. So we can just kind of focus on the little things in our life, can't we? It doesn't have to be, you know, we don't have to be grateful for huge, important things. Like you said before, we can be grateful for um, a cup of tea in the morning or having our dog give us cuddles, which surely everybody will be able to find something every day that they can be grateful for. Yes. In fact, I would say it's even more important than the big things. Mm -hmm. Because if you only, not only, if you focus on uh, the bigger things like the promotion, um, the new car, um, the new suit, uh, whatever it is, right? Um, they only occur, you know, maybe once or twice a month if you're lucky, you know, and some maybe once or twice a year. Um, yeah, you should, and, and this is the, the culture of, of, um, of celebration is we celebrate those big moments. Man, we should be celebrating the little moments because it's the little moments. You know, if, if you look back on life, um, you know, try to think back to some memories don't remember like the the big promotion that you got you remember um a certain conversation you had with your wife or a conversation you had with your husband a hug that you got from your son after uh, you know he told you about a difficult moment and he started crying um yeah. you know little experiences that you have that's the stuff that really adds up every single day and, and to your point is like it, a cup of tea just taking a moment as if if you could drink a cup of coffee and this would be a um a good challenge for everybody one whatever it is tea or coffee right usually most of us are caffeinated uh, to some degree and if you don't that's fine then water whatever it is pour just a half a cup of water and every time you take a sip um be thankful for it yeah feel it be there 100 percent. just a half right like not even a whole just like just a little bit like 10 sips or whatever mm. and do that every single day for a week <clears throat> then watch what happens after that week is up the coffee tastes better your tea tastes better you'll notice you're yeah. fully present um because a lot of times we go into old oh i'm drinking my coffee but are you drinking your coffee are you really aware of it because most of the time we're busy working we're not taking that pause yeah. just really slowing down taking the sip and feeling it and be because this isn't going to last forever this will go uh everything will disappear at some point yeah. um we're going to die. Uh, the people in our life are going to die. We have to savor every single moment that we have with each other, with ourselves. And that's why we really need to tune into that stuff. And the more we can tune in, the more we're going to be compassionate for ourselves. And if, if I hope is 
um, people can keep a gratitude journal, but the real goal is, is compassion. It's compassion for who we are, um, compassion for uh, the people around us, uh, bringing empathy to uh, every situation, kind of like I talked about with the, um, uh, the waiter, you know, if, if we just fight fire with fire, um, and if he, you know, in America, uh, we give tips. I know it's not a, a worldwide thing. Um, but, you know, if a waiter is grumpy and acts upset and our reaction is just a tip bad, um, that's not being human. Um, that's not really tuning in and, and uh, finding out. And why it gets so difficult is, we're social creatures. Um, we don't want to ask somebody what's wrong and then um, them getting mad at us. Uh, mm -hmm. So instead of reaching out, um, we, we kind of ignore it and we never create uh, the possible, most likely positive uh, interaction that would occur because of one out of 10 like that maybe that grumpy waiter is like none of your business man leave me alone yeah. um and then you you get like oh wow that was really on really like what i did not expect to happen um but i want to say that would be like one out of a hundred 99 percent of the time it's like it makes that person pause and slow down and say oh wow i i, I am acting this way that's the we get so caught up in what's going on inside of our heads that uh, we forget about other people we forget you know how good we have it we forget just that cup of coffee how lucky we are to sip that cup of coffee because we I think it is uh, our chances of being born like who we are um, as a person that we have with all the cells that we have is like one in a hundred trillion don't quote me on that I have no idea uh, if that those stats are correct but it's it's you have a better chance of winning the lottery 10 times than you have of being born like you are currently mm. um, so you would have to win the lottery you know that many times to equal what you have so i mean and this is where it gets so tough is we we do have so many different things going on in our lives but even the difficult ones we can be grateful for even when my father was passing um i found like more love came out of me after he passed because I, I focused on everything I learned from him. I started jotting down all the different things, um, mm. how he taught me dedication, how he taught me how to um, stay uh, tuned in and focused uh, when working, um, how to, uh, you know, really pay attention to little details, um, you know, how to ask myself questions that I normally wouldn't ask myself. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I could focus on, you know, um, and, I, and I'm aware of this, but he had trouble thanking me. Um, he was a tough German that uh, grew up uh, after World War II, 
they left uh, Germany, moved to Australia for a better life, and then moved from Australia to uh, America when he, uh, from 12 to 17. He stopped going to school at 12. Um, and his dad, he bought a car uh, with his own money when he was uh, 17. And then his dad was like, okay, that's the family car now. No discussion, no, no anything. Um, his dad was tough. His dad was uh, in the military. Um, I don't know. I don't think he ever hugged his, uh, his own son mm-hmm. um, and uh, my father. And so that brought empathy to his situation. And it allowed me to learn from it and not repeat those same mistakes um, that he did. So I try to uh, apologize to my kids. I try to thank them. Um, I try to be as honest as I can if they're making mistakes. You know, I don't ignore it and say, oh, you're great. We talk about it. Um, But those are the things that, uh, you know, um, he had no trouble doing that, pointing out my mistakes and talking about it. It was the, the thanking and the hugging um, that he struggled with. But um, I would always say, I love you. Mm. Um, and he would always say, me too, because he couldn't actually say, I love you. So, yeah, he had he really struggled with it. Um, but and that that's the thing. And the more... Um, the more that I uh, think about him and everything he taught me, the more grateful that I am and lucky that he, he was a father. And i lucky that I had 40 years with him yeah. um, versus only 16 or, um, you know, what a lot of people have fathers for a lot longer, but maybe they weren't even nearly as um, uh, loving and, and helpful as my father. So you know, everybody has their own difficult situations. Um, but if we can, we can find those little bits of gratitude, man, it just makes life so much more vibrant and, and yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. So I was just going to say, it's kind of um, appreciating what you have and, and not taking it for granted. But, you know, being grateful for it and taking you know, what you can and giving back as well what you can. And it's like we said before, it's the little things that we often take for granted, like a cup of tea or whatever. But they're often the things that, you know, make us feel the warmest, make us feel, you know, really good. I remember when I stopped drinking alcohol, um, my cup of tea, and it still is today, is is you know it's the one thing that i'm really really grateful for whether it's first thing in the morning or whether it's you know two o'clock in the afternoon um whereas before i would just say yeah i'm having a cup of tea or whatever but it is important to become aware and to be grateful and to appreciate everything because as you just said before you know nothing lasts forever yeah and so that's right like if if you 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 have little forks in the road every single day Mm. and you can choose gratitude uh you can choose and it it doesn't have to be just two choices right like we live in a in a 
multicolored world. Um, but you can choose gratitude, you can choose complaining, you can choose ignoring. Um, there's many different ways to look at a situation. And that's kind of like looking at a rock from all different angles. And so it's okay to be sad. It's, and this is one thing I really want to make sure people understand. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel these feelings. These are good things. It is part of the amazing experience that it is to be human. Um, it's not about um, ignoring this stuff. It's not about even replacing it. It's just about watching it and being grateful for that it's there. Um, uh, the only way to, to, to kind of work through your anger is to own it, to really say, I'm angry right now and understand why that you're angry. Yeah. Uh, Understand where it's coming from. Um, this to your point is it does take work. It does, um, get uncomfortable at times. Um, a gratitude journal can get uncomfortable because you might run out of things to that you feel grateful for. You might start repeating um, things and you're like, oh, I don't need this anymore. Um, mm -hmm. But the reality is that's when you need it the most. That's when you need, and this is where I made the mistake with my two previous gratitude journals is I made the mistake of like, oh yeah, like I feel better. Like I'm good. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know, um, I don't know if you go, if you're going through the 12 step process, um, uh, no, okay. So, um, everybody's, everybody's different, but a lot of times you don't ever, you can't stop the process because once you stop the process and you feel like, oh, I'm all better, mm -hmm. um, you can easily go back to drinking again. And it's one thing what people say is, okay, like, you did the 12 steps now do them again like yeah. start from scratch and what that does is it just focuses your energy on um learning about yourself learning from others um being able to admit mistakes most people i, I think end up um, having struggle with alcohol because of all the emotional stuff going mm -hmm. on inside yeah. of them. Mm -hmm. um, and it just masks it. So um, I, I, once there's nothing wrong with drinking. Um, it's just, uh, you know, you have to choose if, if drinking is the, the right way to handle the, uh, your emotions and the situations. I uh, quit drinking um, three years ago. I don't know if you know that about me. No, I didn't um, know that about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I quit drinking because I uh, had an ulcer um, and every time I drank, I got very dizzy. Ooh. And so, yeah, and part of that ulcer was because I would uh, drink and then I would take Advil at night to alleviate, to reduce the amount of, of the hangover that I would have. And oh, that wow. cocktail inside my stomach created those, those rips in my lining. Yeah. And then that was my realization like why am i drinking and then taking a pain um reducing chemical to allow myself to be able to function the next day mm. 
And that was eye-opening to me when I was like, whoa, like I'm doing damage to my body so I can keep drinking. Like, and then um, I stopped, I quit. My dad quit uh, 10 years earlier and he was, and there was always that feeling inside of me like, I'm going to do that someday. I'm going to quit alcohol. I don't need this. Um, but I kept falling back into old habits. Like, yeah, I would, I would not drink. I'd be like, I'm not drinking during the week. And I'd start, I'd be like, just drink it on the weekend. And then Friday, Saturday. Um, and then I was at Sunday cause I was like, Oh, I'll have a couple beers on a Sunday. And then I would add a Thursday and then I would add a Wednesday. And then I would go through the cycle and be like, no, I'm only drink on weekends. And then the cycle would start all over again. Um, and I, I realized I was just masking uh, my emotions. Um, and to me, that, it, that's where a gratitude journal helped because it exposed things that I didn't expect would be an, issues with me. Um, it exposed a lot of, uh, when I had to just be with myself, on the, not with my, just myself, I have a family, two sons and a, and a wife, but without alcohol um it was different it took a while to make that adjustment yeah uh, but once i did and and now it will be three years this october um, oh, well done that's amazing yeah yeah thank you um but i i i sleep better um i feel like uh, i have more things to be grateful for because it's hard to be grateful when you have a hangover the next day <laughs> that's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hard uh you still can but i i, I would uh, advise against uh, trying to be grateful uh, first okay. thing in the morning after drinking too much yeah yeah <laughs> and where thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed this episode then please share and subscribe for more help and support, go to the Sober Bliss website, soberbliss.com. Connect with me on social media and learn how I can help you quit drinking and start living.